What's going on, everybody? I almost set E.T. on fire right there. I'm smelling him. Maybe it's the necklace. I don't know. This used to light up. It was so amazing. You would hit this lighter, and it would light up all different colors. Or maybe it was my imagination, but I really thought that that was a thing. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday night. Happy Saturday night. I see that Raphael's here. Should I tell the story? Should I tell the story? <laughs> okay, so Raphael's one of my uh, dear friends, and um, he sent me a message today. I, I had the story of, of this little podcast, uh, a climber climbing up this wall, and the climber fell off the, the wall and walked away, and it happened to be his son. So, uh such a such a small world and, and he <laughs> and he he sent a message to his uh to his kid is, is this you and he's like yep it was me and what's funny is that's gonna go viral so <laughs> i hope he's okay he looked okay but uh it's funny how these how these little moments in time get captured on the little little cell phones But yeah, I'll tell you this too, Raphael, he, uh, before, we work at the same place, okay, and uh, I'll break it down, it's UPS, and before he showed up, nobody had beards, nobody had personalities, everybody was slaves to the system, and then he showed up with this beard and just showed everybody that was possible to be an individual, and uh... As you see, got a beard. I'd say probably 90, 90% of the other people at UPS saw that beard and grew it out as well. <laughs> True story. But anyways, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. This is What Does It Mean? What Does It All Mean podcast? Season 4, episode like 14 or something. I only got like two more or three more shows for the season. Then I'll be taking a, a break. What's up, Brian? show was awesome last week. What's up, Andy? So I started this, uh, this episode with Feel the Pain, because, you know, when you wake up in the morning, and I have these, like, little, uh, what are they, notifications that tell you that there's just pain in the world, you know, and I saw that, uh, some 18-year-old kid from... I'm not sure where, went two hours away from this house and gunned down a whole bunch of people in a different city than his, and he targeted probably black people, and uh, America, man, what the hell, what the hell's going on, these 18-year-old kids thinking that it's, you know, that they're gonna get famous or something, and they're just, they're, it's really gross. You know, and I feel bad for all the people that got killed. And don't worry, the aliens are coming. They're going to fix all that shit. Aliens are definitely coming. I've been watching that Skinwalker Ranch for like two seasons. If you guys haven't seen it, it's one of these just ridiculous shows on the History Channel. But now it's starting to gain momentum and... and uh, having some real 
trippy things happen, like the the, the Tic Tac alien crafts that were spotted on those um, leaked videos. They're able to shoot things up into the air and contact these these things, which is a trip. And then these Tic Tacs show up, and they're just like. You know. You know who else is an alien? Tom York. Tom York. But, yeah. I'll tell you some crazy thing that happened to me personally because I was talking about, you know, the job that I work at in the day. I was working and I had a co-worker with me and we were driving this truck and we were doing this job where we deliver things and uh, 2.45 we take a break, we go to lunch and then at like 3 o'clock me and my buddy come out and we look up and the sky is just dark and there's just nothing but smoke in the air and it's just covering the entire like sky and I'm like what is going on and uh, it just so happened that the place where uh, I work at happened to be on fire and uh, I work in Laguna Niguel I don't live there but uh, I just had this bad feeling you know I'm like something is definitely not right when you look up in the sky and everything is just on fire and uh, what what happened was I don't know if a telephone line or something caught fire in this one city and the winds were so perfect because where we live in Southern California we have these like kind of like these mantles that like that that you know when you come out of the the ocean it, it juts up and the winds will jut up and then it creates these perfect winds that uh, just created this fire. It was, it was called like a cyclone fire and I had never seen anything like it. And it happened within like 15 minutes and then everything was on fire. And then uh, I looked up and there were these planes everywhere, helicopters, and I just felt the tension of the city. It was insane. Uh, and like right where I was sitting, I looked up and I just saw this like huge, like basically inferno of, of smoke. And I'm like, that's right where houses are. And unfortunately there were like 23 or, or 21 houses that went up and 11 got damaged. It seemed like all of these really nice houses in this, this area all went up in flames and it was just... You know, as a person that works there and deals with these people on an everyday basis, you get to know them. And I will tell you, that's one of the coolest things is to be able to interact with these people and to know that they lost their homes and everything inside, maybe their pets, because I know some of them were on vacation. It just, it like really breaks my heart, you know, and uh, that's the one thing about Southern California that sucks is these wildfires. no positive shit about that you know but I, I when I was a kid like in the 80s I don't remember it being this bad that's all I can say like I'm not gonna talk about 
uh, you know, what's that climate change? Everybody gets all crazy about climate change. Of course the climate's changing. It's always going to change. Change when the dinosaurs got killed. It, it, it's going to change all the time. It's never going to stay the same. You know, uh, it's just, are we going to take all the resources to make it even worse? That's the question. So it just, you know, to see this happen all in like, like, you know, and now I see pictures, you know, in the newspapers were just like all of that whole track of homes is wiped out. And it's, it's a weird thing. It, it feels weird for me, you know, because I know those people, you know, and uh, it just hurts. It really is sad. So we can say that we're not stealing the resources of this planet, but I feel that that's just the opposite. Because like I said, when I was a kid, there just wasn't wildfires and there, there, like this place didn't burn up quickly, you know? Raphael, good to see you, bro. I'll be back in eight weeks. Baby 10 joined the family. See, that's the thing. You know, while some houses are burning up and things, some things are dying, Raphael's having a friggin' tenth child. That's amazing. Congratulations, man. That is, that is awesome. That is really cool. Man, I don't have any kids except my cats. Uh, I don't feel that I'm responsible enough to have kids. Uh, and it's not that. I, uh... You know, I've kind of devoted myself to, as you see, like, things that are different, you know, art and music and, you know, playing concerts and making music. And I, if I feel if I had 10 kids, I wouldn't have time to do any of that. Even if I had one kid, I wouldn't have time to do that. So I made a decision early in life that, you know, I was going to play the guitar. <laughs> like, talking to little me, I was like, little me play the guitar, be the best guitar player you can ever be, and don't let anything get in the way of that, you know, so, but 10 kids is fucking awesome, too, you should name the 10th one James, I'm just kidding, but that's really cool, there's gotta be a song in that, I think Jack White, Jack White, he comes from a, um, a family of 10, so, you know, it's pretty awesome. He was the tenth child, I do believe. That is what the story is. And he says, "Good decision, thank you." You know, personally, uh, my—if you've been watching the show throughout all of this, my health isn't the greatest, and um, I always fluctuate between, you know, the planes of trying to stay alive and and uh, and going elsewhere, and I feel if maybe my feet were more cemented on the ground and I could afford more or I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't feel that. Uh, and, and I think this is it too. Not everybody uh, is meant to have kids. My cats are good enough. His name is Arrow. Bro, that's dope. I like it. I like it. That's creative. I love it. I've tried to convince so many people to name their kid James. Uh, <laughs> I really have. 
And then when people do name their kid James, like my, um, I have a cousin and they have a, a, a kid named James and I'm like, oh, it's all about me. They, they think I'm cool. They love me. They, they finally did it. Someone finally did it. And then I'm like, oh shit, wait, my grandpa, he was James. They named it after him. So <laughs> it wasn't after me anyways, but no, that's rad. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep getting cats eventually. And yeah, I think having kids is definitely a rad thing. I think when I'm 80, maybe, when I'm 80 years old, I'll knock on Melissa's door and I'll be like, all right, let's have that kid. So then I'll only have 10 years to like really take care of it. And then I'm out. I'm selfish. Let's be selfish. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's different types of birthings and different types of, uh, you know, how do I say it? I've helped, I've helped things grow. I've been around things that have been young and I've helped them grow. I would say they weren't necessarily mine, but, uh, you know, I've held some kids. I've tried to inspire some people to do some good shit. They all had, they all end up hating you anyways, but it doesn't matter. You know, I have a best friend. He's kids like turning 18 and he's just like, my kid is nothing like me, absolutely nothing, he's like, I love Star Wars, I love this, I love Legos, I love this, and he's like, my kid loves none of that, absolutely none of it, and I think that's, uh, it's ironic, you know, because in the back of my mind, if I did have a kid, you know, of course, I'd want him to be like a little skate rat, just like me, and I'd want him to, you know, go in the ocean, just like me, I'd, I'd want all these things, but that's the thing, you know, when we're, uh, when we're young, you know, we want to be ourselves. And I remember adults, you know, trying to tell me what, you know, we should be, what, what I should be. You should go to school and you should have kids by the time you're 21. You should be married. You should, you know, people try to write what your story should be. And, you know, there is no, uh, the word there's no right way because I feel that life is so short that you know we're here one day and we're gone the next and personally um, I feel that I'll be back in a different form some form of energy whether I be a tree <laughs> or whether I be a cat or something and I think we're all inter interconnected and uh, we're all brothers and sisters in different ways you know I've been trying to be more active on the weekends I see Julia's here greetings Julia I see she's always out and about taking pictures and, and, and being more uh, what's the word active in life and me since I, I, I work so much that, uh, even though I don't have kids uh, doing these podcasts and creating songs and doing all these things it takes away energy for, for me so I'm really tired on the weekends and um, I was just wondering if that's a frame of mind so I started to you know try to see the world differently and I, I went out today and I saw the world and I, I just talked to random people 
I think some guy yelled at me at one point, but I, I was listening to my 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 headphones. Pun intended. Pun intended. Have you ever, guys ever done that? Just had your headphones on and someone says something to you? That happened to me today. It was kind of scary because I couldn't tell if he was angry or not. So I just smiled and kept going. That's the key. Just smile and keep going. Smile and keep going. Julie said, you're very inspiring. Thank you. I don't try to be. Uh, I don't try to be. I think like Russell Brand's inspiring. I think, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of inspiring people out there. There's a lot of people full of shit. I just don't want to be full of shit in any way. You know, and I talked about this girl before on the show. This one girl called me out. She's like, you know what? The reason I hate you or I don't like you is because you talk too much. And you know, the older I get, the more I respect that. So girl, if you ever watch this show and I talked about you in a bad way before, I respect it. She like almost explained to me that like, you know, when you have, say, diarrhea of the mouth, as the Buddhists say, it, it doesn't always make things better and people that just talk to talk or talk to get some weird praise of like oh you help people or you do this well you know that's what we're all supposed to do so I'm not trying to enlighten anybody I'm just trying to be a reflection of what's happening at the times so one day I can look back and go like either A fuck I was a smug asshole and I wish I was more uh you know, open to the world, or be, you know, I knew what I was talking about, and look how fucked the world is now, but I don't believe that that is the outcome, but that's my inner dialogue, so I think a lot of the show is my inner dialogue, and I think the point of it is, what does it all mean, I think all of our inner dialogues are very much the same, and we all have these fears, the fuck are we doing here, why are we here, what, what, what is the point, but the more that I live, I see that it's pretty cool, it's fun, you know, like, we get to create what we want to do, you get to take pictures of whatever you want, Julia, you create your own little world, kind of like Stephen King, Stephen King gets to, you know, he, he creates his own little world, you know, and, and I think the more we do that, I think that's a way that we create uh, a healthy environment for all of us, because I think that we all get really, uh, weighed down with the war and just everyday bullshit, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard to get up every day, so the point is I've been trying to get up on Saturdays and walk around my boring little city and just talk to people, you know, and that's not even the goal of talking, but I think just as humans, once this pandemic's, you know, pretty much coming to a close, uh, it's fun to get back there and just to talk to people and see what's going on in, in the world. I did see that they finally had a picture of that black hole, Sagittarius A, 
That was pretty awesome, I will say that. And somebody's battling me on some, like, really, some guru is battling me on this show, and they're just saying, like, all the money that they spent on these telescopes and all these things are, like, are uh, a waste, and they could be, you know, um, beating everyone on the planet. And, you know, we all have that. We could be beating the, the money with, with whatever. I kindly explain that, you know... We need to understand the black hole technology. If we can master that and start to travel through the black holes and get to where these other people are obviously getting to us with the tic-tac that I was talking about earlier, uh, you know, there is, there is, there is, uh, an evolution of something that I don't want to say is more important than feeding everybody on the planet, but I feel no matter how much money we always throw at that, it's never gonna be enough, you know, so. It's never gonna be enough, right? Three Greg and Retro City and Kevin Moran music, it's just never enough. We're almost halfway through 2022. It's been interesting so far. War out the gate. You know, uh, it's really all I can think about. War out the gate. Fire that I was telling you guys about. Uh, them taking away women's rights. Same shit, you know? Nothing's changing. So, yes. Kevin Moran. Uh, music said music is enough, yo. And that's the thing. You know, that's the glue. I think the glue is the is definitely the music. It really is. And, and sometimes, like, you know, I'll hear a song that I haven't heard, and like for the longest time, you know. And and I'll just give you an example. Uh, I was listening to the Toy Dolls, and I hadn't heard them since I was like 12 or 14 or something, and that was a long time ago. So hearing that took me back to that that young frame of mind, and uh, and also just to elaborate on music is enough. You know, I think that's what they're afraid of too. You know, um, it, it, music is powerful, and when you have you know festivals where you can get up to a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand people together, and in the name of like, you know art and recreation and sounds and beats and rhythm it's pretty fascinating you know so I definitely uh, definitely think uh, music is something that uh, can be used in a way to connect us all three gray uh, James got glue all over himself. I didn't even get that, dude. That took me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, that took me a minute. You're funny. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I'm trying. We're playing. We're not playing, but we're... We're, we're writing. And, uh, definitely in the, in the name of the groove. Music glue sticks to your ass like none other. Three Greg says, I totally agree. It really does. It's the ultimate connector uh, 
food too. Food connects us all, you know. You throw some lasagna out there and I don't care what we're doing. I will fight for that lasagna. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, this is just a random uh, concert that I saw one time. It was the band Muse, okay? And this is, I think, their, one of their bigger tours uh, with the super massive black hole tour or whatever that was. And there was just this this point during the concert where like, you know, I think there was war going on then too, where all of a sudden everything just turned red and, and like there's these tanks in the background on the big screen and, and Muse was just all pissed off and they, they seemed like they could just tell us all to start marching to victory and overthrowing whatever we wanted to do. Just, you know, kind of like the, the kooks in January 6th, same thing. like that power of like mass hysteria and mass connection can definitely equate uh, power, you know, if you use it in the correct way. So, when will we get a taste of me stuff? Well, let's see, honestly, if everything goes right, uh, if everything goes right, like I think in like two weeks, I should be able to drop the first single of the album that we've been working on. So I think that will be about right, like two two weeks. And then after that, probably a month after that, we'll drop the entire thing or two months after that, depending on how quickly we can do it. But yeah, it's fun, especially working with, you know, young, new minds and different people. It, it's so much fun. And, and that's a whole nother level. Like, you know, watching Pink Floyd, you know, the original Pink Floyd and, and, and even the, the 70s Pink Floyd where, you know, uh, pre-Dark Side of the Moon where you got to see Roger Waters and David Gilmore really, like, work together. That, that was the most exciting shit, you know? And it's, it's fun to watch people that love what they're doing create new things, you know, no matter what it is. So, so Kevin, definitely in the name of the groove. I totally agree. Totally agree. I think it keeps a lot of people alive too, music. Like, uh, it's kept me alive like way more. If I didn't have music, I wouldn't, I couldn't work, you know, cause I need to have music while I'm working uh, at that, that job that I was telling you about earlier. Uh, I just need it. And uh, even to kind of work out, I need music to, to do everything. I, 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 I need it. So that was a good call. It was definitely a good call. It's also like, uh, I've talked about it before, I get depressed, uh, I have depression, I think everyone naturally does, but what do I do? I pick up all these instruments to make me forget about that stuff and forget about the pain. Julia picks up her, you know, camera, you know, Three Greg picks up his friggin' his, his, our, uh, what, his canvas and his brush and paints awesome shit, and I think that's the way that we all get away from our pain. Because if we were just going to sit around and do fucking nothing all day, it would suck, you know? But thank you for being interested, 3Greg. Um, I appreciate that. I really do. I see all these bands putting out new things. And, you know, I, I'm a real big fan of Hope Sandoval. And I think she's working on some new things, too. But I just love how she never, uh, 
puts anything out and she never plays. Like, and that's kind of the, <laughs> the mystique of Hope Sandoval. All of a sudden she'll disappear for like 10 years and then she comes out of the woodwork and you're like, who the fuck, why, what is she doing? This is awesome. But uh, I like the mystery instead of the constant, you know, deal. So, what do you guys want to talk about? I got about like 20 more minutes. What do you guys want to talk about? I've covered guns, covered music, covered the downfall of society. <laughs> what does it all mean? The interconnections. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I talked to one of my friends this week, and you know, I, I I asked him if he knew of all people Morrissey, and this kid was like a young kid, and someone that would just love Morrissey. And the way technology works now, he just ate this up. He was like, "Oh, Morrissey." Give me a second. And then he grabbed this whole little pad or whatever. And he's like, oh, the lead singer of the Smiths. Uh, and then he starts breaking it down. And I thought, wow, the way that we interact with technology is so different. When I was younger, you know, if I wanted to find out a band, I would have to talk to you. I'd have to be like, hey, hey, Three Greg, what, what is Morrissey about? What is the Smiths about? Talk to me about it. And you would say, oh, it's kind of like The Cure. It's kind of like this. And, you know, now it's just like instant information so quickly that we just are instantly, I think it makes us smarter as humans, I'm not really sure, but I also think it makes us dumber as humans too, because, you know, today I'm, I was doing my little, trying to be more uh, active on the Saturday, walked around the corner listening to my, to my Jedi book on audio, and I'm just looking down and here comes a car, you know, and I'm staring at this basically computer instead of walking, and you know, being from Gen X, I know way better. You know, I know way better. Right? I know that we don't do that. Kitty break. Kitty break. For the people at home, uh, this is for, uh, for the audio. There's a cat in my lap, a naked cat. Kind of looks like the ET doll. No joke, right? See a little similarity. Cats and music, animals and music, and love. You know, when I had one of the uh, first shows of this, you know, like on the first season, I, I, it might have been Elder Bryce. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go back and look. I asked him, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? And somebody just said love. And I really think that's it. And I think like there's a conscious decision in life where like you can choose to be an asshole, right? Or you can choose to be selfless. And I think that's the, the, the tale of Star Wars, you know, like, 
We all love Star Wars because it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to be super greedy? Are you going to turn into Hitler? Are you going to turn into the Emperor? Or are you going to stay humble and lose your arm and uh, be like Luke, you know? It's George Lucas's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, George Lucas. Not like you'll ever watch the show. Nobody gives a shit about my little show except the three of you, three Greg, Julia, and... Brian. I even lost the other Brian. Remember Brian Bird? Love that dude. He's gone. He doesn't listen to the show anymore, obviously. Love you, Brian. Losing followers by the day. <laughs> That's what this show's about. But anyways. Okay, here's a question. There's three of you watching. What happened to Ed? Ed. You mean Brian Bird? I don't know. I don't know. He used to listen, but I think he, you know. I think he just bailed out. And I liked when we had double Brian power. But maybe he just got, a, he got, you know, got something to do. Maybe he had to work, who knows. But it is fun to hang out with the three of you, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the other Brian, I, I knew that, you know, that's the thing, I knew exactly what you, what you meant. Yeah, it's been a couple shows, it's been probably about three months. I notice, I notice when you guys are, um, <laughs> around but you know I also noticed though the traffic that I'm getting on uh, the audio and I appreciate everybody you know um, like I said I've had a big boost in, in listens and I'll break it down every time somebody listens on the audio I get a scent so a scent to listen that's no joke I appreciate every little scent that you guys uh, give me, and I know that sounds stupid, but I really do. This is no Joe Rogan. Uh, I'll never make a hundred million, but if I make a hundred bucks in the series, I will be, um, happy, and maybe I can throw it back on the show and start giving away things. So the more I make, the more I'll, you know, I'll start giving away, like, some, maybe some Star Wars books or some, some records or, you know... Yeah, probably that. Star Wars books and records. Maybe some some action figures too. That's always fun. Some Star Wars action figures. But yeah. Oh, I, I saw this, guys. Uh, I, I'm rarely not interested in concerts, you know, because I'm just getting older. But I did see that Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction is getting uh, together for a concert. And oh... I, I might have to go to that because there's just there's no bad deal there, you know. As long as there's no other opening band and it's just those two, you can go. Well, why would you miss that, you know? Like to me, and you know, Julia, she went and saw someone recently and just met some talented artist. I hardly go to shows anymore. It's got to be something big like that for me to go. And I don't know if it's because of the COVID world. I think it is the post-COVID world. Just 
kept me uh, away from from feeling comfortable around people. But uh, I'm sure that'll go away, hopefully. Things have definitely changed from the beginning of this podcast, uh, when I started like a year and a half ago, to now, it's changed so much, you know? I see people, uh, so many people with beards and long hair, and I just thought about it, I'm like, dude, this is how the, how the, you know, 60s probably were, you know? Uh, okay, what's first Brian say? Crap, I'm... I move stuff. Mom's in the hospital again. Got some groceries, and now the show. That was today, right? Man, I'll tell you. It, I'm sorry, your mom's in the hospital. By the way, that's the worst. Seriously, I'm sending love to your mom. It's so hard, you know. I I want to, you know, I want to convince. This is ridiculous, but I want to convince, like my mom if she's watching if she ever does to start doing yoga you know and i always say this like that's people think that oh why why do you do yoga why do you do yoga what's the deal of yoga and i'll tell you the thing about yoga the reason that i do yoga and i haven't done it in a while but i just started getting back into it is because it gets you to that point in your brain where like you're like like say you're doing some pose that you're gonna about to fall over there's this, there's this decision in your brain where you're like, okay, right now I'm going to fall the fuck over or I'm going to push through and I'm going to keep maintain that balance. And to me, like, that's the lesson of yoga. It's that, that forcing that little information between your head to move faster so you get that, uh, you know, that that forcing of your brain to make yourself stabilize. But even if you don't, when you fall, I learned the other lesson of humility, you know, like, look, I fall, how fast can I get back up? And, and, you know, without being like, oh, I have to quit because I keep falling. So she's got a revolving door need to get her a punch card frequent. Uh, I have, I have a friend like that. And I'll tell you, she would go to uh, the hospital all the time and and uh, something just clicked with her. I mean, she just got out of the hospital again, but these are all for different ailments, like her her leg and, and just, she has such a wrecked body. But this one lady I know, she's finally gotten to the point where she's she's gotten all the operations she needs and, and she's more positive and she's losing tons of weight. And it's awesome to finally see some kind of positive... Um, outcome of uh healthcare in america because i rarely do i see that you know i always i always see the opposite so you know hopefully your mom will will start to make a full recovery and that's the thing i get to know you guys personally you know like i know this one cat that was watching the show before his his wife passed away and and she passed away like like after he started watching the show and I remember his heart breaking all the way up to there and then one day she was gone and then you know life changed for me and him mostly him but me too because I knew that you know that had happened and if I hadn't done if I didn't do the stupid podcast I wouldn't know any of you you know and I think it's uh I think it's fun to get to know everyone even though 
You know, like I said, it's like the spider web of, of effect. Like, now I know your mom. Now I feel like, you know, I know his mom. And, you know, my chick's a nurse too. So every night I come in, she comes in and she'll just tell me, like, what's going on with her patients. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, here comes this emotional connect connection with, with this person that I don't know. But it happens all the time, you know, and, uh, it's tough. It's tough. I know a lot about the hospital life. I know a lot about uh, what goes on there and, and how people end up there and what people expect. And that's a trip. Me personally, if I'm ever in the hospital, I like. I've always had the best experiences with the nurses. They've always helped me. They've always like tried to give me uh, positive advice. And kept me high on the lot and. I was pressing the button for the Dilaudin. Constantly with the Dilaudin. They'd come in and they're like, we just gave that to you like three hours ago. And I would just smile. And I'd be like... Like I said, sending my love right. One thing that sucks about this show, I will say, is that since I, I use the um, music in the background and I really don't have the rights, which is strange because I pay for the service that streams it, so I should technically have the rights. Uh, as soon as it, it picks up something like that in the background, uh, it'll it'll shadow ban all of my uh, content on the interweb, but I don't mind, you know. Heck yes, three Gregs out. Great seeing you, three Greg. Dropping down to two, dropping down to two tonight. <laughs> don't worry, I'm ending soon. Not much to say. It's been fun, you know. Uh, I will say though, uh, three Greg, if you're still there, the one. Um, album you guys should all check out is The Smile. It's basically a Radiohead album and I played some songs from that earlier tonight. Check out The Smile. It's uh, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and it's really good. So check that out you guys. Uh, also uh, Ghostface Killer. He's got his own day in New York now. Happy Ghostface Killer Day. I don't know. If, I don't think it's today but Maybe it was yesterday, but heck yeah. Always using the hand. Alright guys, well, unless you all got a topic you want to talk about, I might wrap it up tonight and get back to the Star Wars Rebels I was watching. I've, I was on vacation a while ago, I watched all of the Star Wars pretty much now I'm on Rebels going back to Coruscant I'm a kook for Coruscant 
I'm a kook for Coruscant. I like chicks like Padme. <laughs> they make me kind of mad. <laughs> Anyways, alright guys. It's been fun. Stay alive. Reach for the sun. Until next time. This has been What Does It All Mean Podcast. Course inflammable, my chamber is 99 plus one unnameable. Angles and strangles, microphone, poor stars to dangle. Silent as the gases that pass throughout your 